0: There's lots changing in the marketplace right now, and if you're a business owner, the thing I'm going to talk about today might not even be on your radar, but it has to do with someone else's shoes, that of your employees and your team members. Stay tuned. Welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I'm Dylan Gallagher and this is my podcast where once a week I spend a couple minutes sharing some thoughts and some opinions about things that I'm experiencing, conversations that I'm having, uh, running a portfolio of businesses and helping entrepreneurs with theirs, and it's a chance for me to work out some of my own thinking as well as share what I'm learning and discovering with you, the listener, Uh, because being an entrepreneur... It can be, you know, can be a pretty tough place. Can be pretty lonely. There's not a lot of places or a lot of people that you can bounce ideas off of that actually understand what it is you might be going through or the challenges that you might be having. And so, for a couple of minutes each week, I try to be just a different voice in your ear to uh, provide you with something that might frustrate you, to provide you with an idea that might encourage you, or just to um, be a sounding board. And you might hear um, in what I say. Uh, things that are hap- uh, You might hear about things in what I say that are happening in your own business, and so that might bring you some comfort. And today, uh, what I'm going to talk about just sort of struck me over the last couple of days as I've worked with sort of the folks that are in a position of management or authority in the businesses that I'm uh, involved with, and a theme that is emerging that, quite honestly, has just caught me off guard. Um, but before I do that, last week, Um, I talked about um, how the pace of innovation is moving very very quickly out of necessity and so businesses that were on a path to improving their business are finding themselves having to climb uh, or get down that path much much sooner or climb that hill faster and uh, I just had another uh, example uh, take flight uh, today as a matter of fact where kind of under the old conventional system um, people would Uh, you know, fill out a request form for some information about uh, a product with a particular business that I'm involved in. And we would, you know, got a great package, we'd send it to them and uh, then wait to do a follow-up phone call and then end up quoting them uh, some pricing. And all of that took, you know, anywhere from, you know, zero to three weeks. But because of COVID and mail delivery and trying to be innovative and looking at what the competitors are doing, we uh, ended up spinning up a brand new quoting system Where uh, customers um, are going to be able just to self-quote the products that they want. Now that might not seem like a big deal, but this is in the display advertising business, and so self-serving, providing self-serve quotes is incredibly innovative. Um, But not only that, but being able to provide quotes that provide um, just some different insights into the different options that are available. So. Within a matter of weeks, we've been able to spin this up and the traction um, that the company is getting and is going to continue to get shortens the sales cycle. But more importantly than all of that, it actually gets to the, to the needs of the customer faster. So customers um, have more time on their hands right now, but that time, in this particular example, that time doesn't necessarily need to be spent talking to a sales rep or a technical support person. Uh, it can be spent exploring um, the information provided by our company. And so uh, anyway, there was just another example of of, of of a sales cycle that was sort of one to three weeks that has now been shrunk down into one to three minutes and has now made sure that we don't need to un, um, um, hire more people unnecessarily. And the people that we do hire are able to provide much higher value to the customer experience because now, instead of sort of being very repetitive every day with the information that they're giving our sales prospects, they are able to give them um, highly detailed information based on the very specific questions that our customers have. So, um, just a little side note: there is a pickup from last week's episode, and I think um, you know I'm going to keep looking for these these little things that businesses are doing to try and and accelerate their growth uh, curve or their customer experience, um, because I think that we have yet to even see what that looks like. So um, stay tuned because I'm going to keep talking about that because it's something that I, I find very interesting. I find it interesting because businesses um, have less money available to them, but it seems like because of technology and customer behaviors and that sort of thing that um, businesses, if they can be innovative and they can be creative and they can go. F- Figure out how to provide a better experience to their customers that they're going to be able to actually, you know, do better with their margins and be able to uh, provide more meaningful work to the people that work for them. And uh, I just find all of all of that very interesting in terms of like the arc of 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 how the how businesses are evolving and uh, small and medium sized businesses uh, in particular. So uh, back to this week's topic though, uh, which I labeled someone else's shoes. And so where this came from is I was having a conversation with, um, uh, you know, the kind of the folks that run our construction business and the, the fellow that runs um, the transportation business. And there's just this theme emerging, and I didn't really realize it until, um, you know, we had, we had where, where this all came from is we, we offered a guy, uh, we had put him on rotating hours, and we had offered him full time hours. Because we've been able to get our business volumes back up to pre-COVID levels, and we're now sort of continuing down the path of growth that we were on before COVID came along. Anyway, so the general manager just said to me, he says, yeah, he says, this particular guy just uh, doesn't want the full-time hours. I thought, what? Because pre-COVID, this particular individual was just dying for hours. I mean, he would take any hours we would give to him. And all of a sudden he's like, yeah, no, he's just sort of, he's okay with part-time. You know, him and his wife have made adjustments to their life. They've got a new baby coming along and he's just decided that, you know, he's fine with part-time hours. You know, he's good to do 20, maybe 30 hours, but he definitely doesn't want to be put into full-time rotation. I was like, wow. But then as I played back the conversations with um, folks in the other uh, businesses, it it was kind of the same conversation. You know, like in our construction business, we had some guys that had just said, you know, We're gonna take next couple days off. We just don't want to work in the display business. um, You know, people talking about holidays, uh, which are is is an important conversation to have. But sort of, you know, having holidays after having just come back to work. um, You know, only been back to work for about forty five days, really, and then everyone's making sure to get their vacation time. So there's just like this interesting theme that's emerging. And then, so at first, I I was a little put off by it because I thought, wow, I thought you know people want to work and and, you know, um, address their, their uh, obligations and take care of their families, and that sort of thing. And, and all of a sudden, it seems like there's some resistance to wanting to uh, work. And coming from a guy who rises early and works late, I just, I just have a hard time letting that register. But what I think is happening, it, it took me a minute, but I have two teenage boys. And so I was thinking about the world from their perspective, hence the Someone Else's Shoes title. And I just got thinking that I can't imagine what it would feel like um, to have just spent the last several months not being really engaged in very much. Um, There's nowhere to go. Uh, There's no social interaction really happening. Um, You know, life has been pretty much in an unplugged state for quite some time. So trying to get plugged back in, maybe there's an argument to be made that people don't want to plug back in again. Maybe. Um, You know, I've been fortunate that I've had meaningful work to do since COVID, so I, I, with the exception of maybe a week or two where I was working from home most days, uh, I've been pretty active, I have a lot of responsibility, and so I, you know, I've just been able to keep myself busy. But if you weren't me, and you were somebody that wasn't busy, and you've just settled into a new routine, and you might be okay just sort of looking at your finances, you've probably made big adjustments to your budget, or hopefully you've made big adjustments to your budget. And maybe the pressure and the the effort that goes into working, you know, a five day work week or a forty hour work week just isn't isn't maybe maybe isn't worth it. Maybe it's not what what people are looking for anymore. Maybe there's some merit to the four days four day work week, or maybe there's some merit to you know like a five day work week, but you're not working eight hours a day, or or maybe you know maybe we're just gonna witness over the next little while. Um, you know, a changing of the work culture, which is, which I think has been a long time coming and COVID has just sort of forced it into being. But then I got thinking, what does that mean for an entrepreneur? And as I was talking with the folks that um, um, are responsible for the day-to-day activities of these businesses, you know, it just was sort of, well, if this is what we have to work with, then how do we work with it? How do we give our teams a great work environment how do we give them the flexibility that they're looking for? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it isn't about making money. It's about doing something meaningful. I think, as an entrepreneur, um, the things I do every day, I do them uh, because they're meaningful to me. Um, I have a reason for the things I do. There's a purpose behind the things that I do. And putting myself in the shoes of anyone that might work under, under my leadership, um, I want them, I'm hoping... Um, that they're doing meaningful work as well. But many, maybe meaningful work doesn't mean long hours. Maybe meaningful work doesn't mean uh, menial work. Maybe people are realizing that there's an opportunity to be more valuable and they're looking for ways to do that, but they don't know how to do that. And it's our job as entrepreneurs and leaders to say, okay, if this is what we have to work with, then how do we work with it? We have customers that have a problem. Our business solves that problem for them through products and services. And those products and services that are solving problems get delivered through People. So how do we create a better opportunity for people? And maybe compensation needs to change. Maybe incentives need to change. Maybe job descriptions need to change. Again, I am i have been for a long time at the forefront of, of, uh, of changing out redundant uh, business tasks with software so that people can do more valuable work. But now I'm looking at that through a different lens and saying, Maybe as an entrepreneur, we have an obligation to get rid of the the low-value work that technology and software can do and give higher-value work to people so that they are more engaged in their work, the work is more meaningful, and they they have a reason to want to do it. And quite frankly, now they can do it from kind of anywhere. In certain circumstances, that doesn't work. In our construction and transportation business, that isn't a work-from-home type uh, structure. You do have to be on job sites or working on physical pieces of equipment. Um, or even in our digital display business, you you have to physically put together boards, so there is a manufacturing component. But there's a lot of work that can be moved off to software, moved off to cheaper, better tools. And I think as entrepreneurs and leaders, we have an obligation to figure out what that looks like. Um, you know, payroll is one of those things that that is kind of like a thorn in my side. And I can tell you that through all of my learnings, either restructuring benefits programs or coming up with a way to more efficiently track hours have hours automatically dump into a payroll system, have paychecks automatically get deposited with pay stubs being sent to people. You know, like payroll in the average business doesn't need to be a a, a, a um a uh, protracted or or a long uh, or a task that takes a long time. The individual that's that typically has done that work really does have to now be retooled and figured out how can they do different work? Um, An example is I had sat with uh, um, one of my accountants, and we had gone through the the profit and loss statement, and I was asking some questions, and and I could see that the accountant really wanted to give great answers, but you know, kind of looked at me with the I just haven't had time to dig into these numbers to understand what they mean because I'm just so busy doing the task stuff associated with bookkeeping, and so you know, we made some changes, and now that individual instead of spending forty percent of their day doing work that was what I'll call mindless work um, that is now hopefully less than 5% of their day. And the rest of their time is now being spent doing things that computer software can't do, you know, interpreting what the information in our business means or coming up with better ideas. Or, you know, I had a conversation with one of our production guys and, uh, um, it was probably an awkward conversation for him to have, but I was asking questions about, you know, how much can we do in a day? How much can we do in a week? Why do we get stuck? And then just very thoughtfully the next morning, probably over a cup of coffee, he'd sent me an email. He says, you know, Dylan, if if I didn't have to do this and this, because this seems incredibly redundant, it's very mindless, but it just has to happen because we need a record of the things that we do and blah, blah, blah. But he said, if I could get rid of that, then that means I'd have more time to do this. And I'm actually really good at this. So now as a leader, as an entrepreneur, it's my job to figure out how can we help that guy do the thing that he's really great at that he enjoys doing? And how can I move away the other things? So all these ideas are kind of Coming together, um, you know at one fine point, it seems that I could kind of think through the one end of the equation over the last couple of years, which is that software can can move people into higher value positions. But now I'm looking at it from the other side, which is if I was uh, someone who worked um, under my direction um, and I put myself in their shoes and I look at the way my day is rolling out and the kind of work I do and how much of my time do I spend on things that aren't meaningful or aren't very engaging. You know, it's probably leading me to say because of COVID and so forth, maybe I'll just stay home. Maybe I'll show up in the office three days a week or four days a week, or I'll take, you know, flex days. Or, you know, in some cases, some of our, some of this uh, staff that roll up to me have just said, look, I'm prepared to just work less hours, period. I know you've got them for me, but I'm prepared to work less because, you know, my quality of life is more important, and um, you know, quite frankly, I'm I'm prepared to work, but I just don't want to work like I used to work. So, I don't know if this is a permanent change, if this is something that's just happening because of what's happened in the marketplace. But I find it very interesting, and I thought it was worth sharing with anyone who is running a business, an entrepreneur, to try and put yourself. In the shoes of your team and your staff, because if if you want to be profitable, if you want to have a good bottom line, if you want to have great margins, you've got to be able to solve problems for the marketplace through products and services. But at the end of the day, it's your team that delivers those products and services to the marketplace. So, taking a minute to consider what their life might look like right now, what it has looked like over the what it has looked like over the past few months, as people have been disengaged um, from the world. Uh, compared to how they they were uh, before COVID, might give you some new insights into how to breathe new life into your business and to create an environment and maybe, who knows, even create like an entirely different culture that your business can now flourish in. And because this is happening in real time, maybe you're one of the entrepreneurs in your marketplace or in your niche that can get way out in front of this and be one of the um, early benefactors of it, and then of course your team ends up becoming one of the benefactors of maybe a new way to work. So that's what was top of mind today. Thought it was worth sharing. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this was worth it. If it was worth it, please, please make sure to rate it or share it, um, leave a comment. Um, because when you do any of those things, um, the podcast gets uh, visibility in front of people who don't know about it, and some of those people might be entrepreneurs, and some of the things that I share on the show might help them get through a problem they're having. So Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the kind things that some of you share with me after you listen to these episodes um, because I know they're providing some value. And uh, if there's something I can do to help you out, if you have some questions or comments or just want to throw some ideas around, I'm a pretty easy guy to get a hold of. LinkedIn is the best place to do that. And um, I hope uh, hope that you're going to tune in next week.